Hey guys, this is Josh. And James. And this is Well, I Never, a podcast where we watch movies that you've probably seen, but we haven't yet. I know. How have we not seen some of these movies? I don't know, but some of them we were better off not seeing. Oh, that is that is true. But it may change this week. Uh, who knows? I think this one we're going to watch later is pretty iconic. Yeah. Uh, but before that, like, what's up? What's new with you? Um, I have been having a week-long love affair with Mongolian beef. Mongolian beef? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am tired of it being snowy. Okay. We live in Minneapolis, and it's horrible because we're on our seventh winter, lucky seven. Yeah, Are we sure. On number seven? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Where it's been winter and spring and winter and spring, and now it's just the winter of my discontent. I yeah, you, I think the state legislature has actually passed a law saying all Minnesotans are going to drive to Punxsutawney and wring that damn groundhog's oh neck. Oh, my God. Because it said no more winter, and we've had, like, seven snow emergencies since then. The irrational anger that I have had for that groundhog is, like, equal only to, like, a commercial in the mid-2000s for Tila Tequila's A Shot of Love that was the most annoying TV commercial ever. Okay, yeah. You talk about that commercial a lot. God, it haunts me and I hate it so much. <laughs> Please never make me watch it. Please never make oh, me never, watch it. Oh, never. Never. Um, so, uh, James, what's the big reveal? What are we watching this week? What are we watching this week? Uh, we landed on the original, the one, the only, except no sequels, The Terminator. And I love the second one, but I hate all the other ones. <laughs> but, like, let's watch the one that started it all <laughs> off. Yeah, like, it laid the groundwork, and I, I've seen it, but not for years. And I think it lays the groundwork really well. I've seen all, all of the Terminator movies but this one. Um, I loved T2. And then I saw, like, the terrible one um, with, is it Christian Bale? The one where, like, the memes came out of that one with Christian Bale because he went, like, ape shit on set. Is that the one he went insane on? And he started yelling at everybody. Oh, my God. That's That's the most entertaining thing to happen in that movie. Um, And then I saw, like, the one where the Terminator was a lady Terminator. That was the third one. Was that the third one? Okay. And then I remember... I don't even know how many Terminators we're up to anymore. I think we're, like, up to 15 or something. Because the latest one was, like, the Mother of Dragons and Doctor Who. Yes. Oh, wait, I haven't seen that one, but I don't see that one. And I think, is there even another one? There's a TV series. No, like, something in the future. Are they working on another one? Oh, um, I'm positive they are. Because the the Terminator TV series had Cersei from Game of Thrones on it. It did! And Weird. her and Shirley Manson and... Shirley Manson? Yeah. She, she acts? She acted like a lady Terminator. Mm. She was the liquid Terminator. I'm here for that. I yeah. would love to see that. Yeah. Mm. I really didn't watch the series, but I just YouTubed the parts where she was on. Awesome. Good job, Shirley Manson. All right. Um, cool. So I think one thing that we want to start doing is we're going to guess what the movie is actually about. Um, I think we know it because we've seen... I think we'll have a good idea at least. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely like one of the behemoths of pop culture from the last like 30, 40 years. You know, like everybody knows like the basic premise of the Terminator. Yeah. And as we've said, they keep making it again and again. So even if you haven't seen the first one, you've seen a retread or you kind of know what Yeah. It's like John Connor's mom, Sarah Connor, is yep. in the past and it Terminator comes back to kill her. Um, and then I'm just going to guess, because I've seen the second one, that the Terminator does not kill her. Oh. Oh, just leaving that door open for a sequel. Linda Hamilton, have. you crafty action star? Sure. So know. so what else do you know about this movie? The, the first, the original um, It's literally the only thing I know is like what I learned in the first 
30 seconds of T2. I know that there is the scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator comes back and ends up like naked in front of a leather bar and then um, gets the outfit on the motorcycle and that's basically thievery is why he looks the way he does, I guess. Oh, yeah, the style icon is all by chance. Yeah, like, yeah. Roughing up those those street hoods. Yeah, sure. Um, it's also, uh, it's the Blue Oyster Bar from the, ter- uh, the Police Academy movies. It all happens in the same universe. Sure the, it is. The guy with the robot voice is a real robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 80s were a very small universe, pop culturally speaking. It's, it's all, it all blends together. I'm sure Three Men and a Baby also factors in there at some uh, point. Somehow. I think the baby is actually John Connor in an alternate universe. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the little that. lady in the sequel. I didn't think that through. Oh, yeah. Well. well. Cool. The future is now. You can be whatever gender you want to. <laughs> um, I do also want to go on notes of saying that I, maybe in part because of this movie, do not trust devices that you keep in your home that always listen to you. Mm. Um, although if a manufacturer... <laughs> he says into a microphone. <laughs> However, if one of those manufacturers would like to sponsor us, <laughs> I might be less creeped out. Ah, uh, yes. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, with that, I think we're going to go watch the original Terminator. Yes. All right. We're going to go do that. Bye. Bye, bye, everyone. All right. And we're back. And I've now seen Terminator 1. Terminator 1, the OG of the Terminator (laughs) series. Yeah, so for people who, like Josh, until a few minutes ago, have not seen The Terminator, um, let's break it down with a quick recap and what happens in it. You know, what actually happens and not what your understanding might possibly be. Yeah, so it starts off, basically naked men start appearing out of nowhere in the slums Someone's been reading my my dream journal. (laughs) From the future. Um, so yeah, basically naked men fall out of the sky. One's a robot. One's just a man. Um, one man is then pursued by the cops after being caught putting on pants. Oh God. I, I love this. I wrote this down. <laughs> so the, the two guys, one's Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, who turns out to be the Terminator. And the other is Michael Bean, who turns out to be the guy trying to stop him. And Michael Bean is just like trying to get some clothes on because apparently you can't time warp clothed. It just doesn't Rocky work. Rocky Horror lied to me. It I, doesn't work. I am disappointed. Um, yes. Yeah, so the cops show up at Michael Bean and I'm like, what a wonderful switch that a black cop is chasing an unarmed white guy for no reason. <laughs> Uh, there was a reason he was putting on pants. He was, I mean, he was putting on those pants. Drop trow, Michael Bean. That's all we want from you. Um, I do want to point out that the first five minutes of this movie, where it just shows the robots shooting and fighting each other and being death robots, is basically all I wanted the the uh, Transformer movies to be. But yep, there would have been a lot so better. Much. Yep. So take note. Um, Who does that? Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. So anyway, these guys show up, and Arnie starts killing all the women in Los Angeles in 1984 named... Named Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Maybe there, a few others. That there are three, didn't. and I swear this movie must have been you know, co-sponsored by the White Pages. The number of glory shots we got of people thumbing through the phone book, tearing pages out of the phone book to take with them, referencing they're killing the Sarahs in order of the phone book. They really just wanted to get their plug in. I wonder how many serial killers saw that and were like, hey, you know what? <laughs> Another quick thing that I noticed about this movie, uh, as a quick aside, is that 
This is a wonderful tutorial on ways to steal cars. Oh my god, there were at least four different ways that I learned about today. Like, there were a few different ways, like, you know, somebody had the car started and they just threw them out and took it. But I saw at least three different ways to hotwire a car in 1984 as well. I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't know I could do it that way. You know, you always know the pulling the wires out and kind of hotwiring it that way, like sparking them together and... Tearing up part of the console was number two. And then Michael Bean, like, tore out, like, the, the ignition. No, he just, like, hit it with the uh, butt end of a sawed-off shotgun and yeah. then pulled out the part that stops the ignition from turning all the way. Sure. Super useful. I'm filing that away for future knowledge. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, cars are stolen, and all of a sudden... So Arnie's after Sarah Connor. Uh, number three, there's only one left. Yep, in a wood-paneled station wagon, by the way. Oh, speaking of glory shots, yep. station wagons in this movie. If you have a fetish, come here. <laughs> you won't leave home sad. Yeah, you'll leave home. If you have a wood-paneled station wagon fetish. Woo! I mean, sign me up for that emailing list. <laughs> So he's after Sarah Connor because yada, yada, yada. She's mm-hmm. going to give birth to the savior of humanity and the future war of robots versus humans. And then it's uh, Michael Bean trying to save her and Arnie trying to kill her. And, and uh, some cops getting in the way occasionally, too. Yeah. About yeah. 30 cops in a police station. If Unsolved Mysteries has taught me anything, and this was reinforced in this movie, too, cops weren't great at their jobs in the 80s. No, no. And this is just like a, a couple years after Blues Brothers, I think, had mm. set the record for the number of cars it wrecked. And they were all cop cars being just driven by inept idiots. Yeah. So this this is par for the course. It's following a pattern. Um, in the very end, yada, 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 we'll cut out some stuff. Yeah, the, um, Sarah Connor falls in love with Kyle Reese. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, she's the, he is the father. He is the father. Kyle Reese, you are the father. Oh! Um, and but he dies saving to protect yeah. uh, Sarah Connor, um, and then she, miraculously, they end up at some sort of, like, press metal manufacturer yeah and she crushes the terminator to death as God, you do i love those youtube videos yeah like where they have a hydraulic press just yeah. crushing random stuff i love it they must have gotten the idea from this so movie. good yeah all right so that's our quick recap so josh like you have not seen this before like thoughts like what makes sense like what kind of like came at you out of left field like, um i mean i i totally guessed right away i'm like oh he's the baby daddy well yeah um obviously. But it was good. It was surprisingly good. I was laughing at how dated the open credits were. But they must have fucking blown people's minds at the time. In oh, those like, credits were great. Oh, my God. It's you, like we're watching a movie in the future. And, I know. It's like I'm in Tron. <laughs> they were pretty outstanding. Um, should we get on to our whiskey ratings? Um, I don't know. Do you have a, a few other thoughts? I have a few more thoughts just to like randomly go through oh, yeah. before we like jump to the rating yeah. system. I think you were looking up trivia. I saw you doing that. And like what I always think about with this movie, um, well, two things when it comes to the Terminator is number one, like I think Arnold is actually like pretty good at this menacing, like unstoppable killer. Like he was a pretty unknown dude at this time. But I know, like, he worked with Cameron to, like, and there's, like, this is disputed, of course, to, like, do that whole, like, um, the eyes move and then the head moves after it. Like, you know, like, the eyes go to the, all the way to one side and then his, his head follows suit. Like, he, they modeled that after, like, a shark hunting, I guess. Oh, cool. Arnold claims he came up with it. And I think James Cameron, the director, claims he came up with it. 
But it it's cool. Someone came up with it. It's cool. Yeah. And number two is that apparently like one person in consideration to be the Terminator was lovable O.J. Simpson. Oh, my God. I found a big list of people who were considered to be yeah, other characters in but this movie. O.J. didn't get it because they thought he'd be too lovable and it's, nobody would believe that he would be this unstoppable killer. Who could believe he would be a cold-blooded killer? I know. I know. Mm. <laughs> um, speaking of that, so here are the list of other actors that were considered to be the Terminator. Yeah, uh, lay it on me. Harrison Ford. What? Richard Gere. Mel Gibson. Tom Selleck. Do you think they'd make him shave the mustache or keep it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's a trademark, but uh-huh. it's not menacing. Yeah. Sylvester, St- Sylvester Stallone. Okay. And I just need to point out his first name is Sylvester. Okay. It's just always notable. I thought everyone called him Sly. It's a cartoon cat. Uh. Um, um, and John Goodman. John Goodman. John Goodman as the Terminator. What? No yeah. way. Did any of these people actually like audition or were they... Were they interested, or is this just like people that the directors were sort of thinking about? I think a combination of everything. Like, right. I don't know if John Goodman did audition, but I need someone to leak that for Weird. me What was John Goodman known for at that point? Because, like, Roseanne hadn't started. A blues Brother? Was he in the He original? was in the sequel. He was in the, he was in the, the original. Okay. One. I mean, King Ralph hadn't even come out at this point. <laughs> Thank God. Otherwise, he would have gotten Next on Will I Never, and we, King Ralph. <laughs> We've both already seen it, I'm sure. Have you seen it? So many times. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Um, for the role of Sarah Connor, Jennifer Jason Lee, Gina ah. Davis, Julia Louis Dreyfus. What? Wouldn't that have been crazy? Uh, Deborah Winger and Leah Thompson. But Leah Thompson noped the fuck out of that one because she was too busy making out with Howard the Duck in Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah. Marvel Comics' dirty secret in the 80s. Huh. Okay. Um, so did Linda Hamilton, who played Sarah Connor, did she get it because she was screwing the director? I don't know. Because they were married? They were married course? afterwards. Yep, they were afterwards. married, and then they got a divorce. And the guy, her boyfriend that calls and cancels plans was actually James Cameron calling to cancel plans. Oh, that jerk. Well, and that brings me to what I love about uh, Linda Hamilton's character of Sarah Connor is how voraciously this movie goes out of its way to point out what a loser Sarah Connor is. Oh my God, she's such a loser, you guys. Listen to this. She has this terrible waitress job and there's this kind of excruciatingly long scene about like, oh, waitressing is hard and a kid put ice cream in my pocket. Oh my God, I'm terrible though. I never want to. And then she stood up on a Friday and she doesn't even drive a car. She drives a Vespa. It's, it's disgusting. You know, and like... When she the, has that pet iguana. She has this like pet... It's weird. It's super... That they can't keep in the cage? I didn't know they were that wily. I know. And then like finally like when things really are ticking up, like the last insult to injury is like she decides to go out on her date by herself and she's eating like a personal pan pizza alone she's like the original Liz Lemon and I am here for it oh except she takes no ownership over it oh god (laughs) I love it I love it like the the arc of her is supposed to be like she's this kind of like nerdy wormy shy retiring wallflower person and you can see her developing the self-confidence and like I'm gonna save the world like I gotta be strong and you see that at the end but like they're really laying it on thick about what what a loser she is by 1984 definitions. Totally by 1984, but I feel like right, right now it's like you look at it like, God, that scooter is really cool. I know, I know. I'm like, oh shit, you get blown off, go out by yourself. Hell yeah, girl, I'm into it. Take it's- yourself on the end of the town, wear that sweet ass jacket. You pet that iguana on your way out the door. I know. Like, yeah, different strokes. 2019, like 2019, Sarah Connor is uh-huh. a fucking hero. Absolutely, but at like the beginning and 1984, the Sarah Connor, like you just know they're like. 
like really trying to like <laughs> make sure you realize that she's not they, cool. Little did they know that would be the height of adult. Like, oh god, if only. Oh uh, yeah. All right, all right. Any other thing like makes sense, or you're like, oh, that's where that line comes from. No, like everything kind. Like I knew like the famous lines, so I knew they were coming. I just didn't know exactly when they would fit in. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Terminator Two does a really good job of explaining like the entire premise, like in the first couple seconds. I'm just like, oh, yep, this is all standard. Yep. Right, and I was kind of surprised at what was left out of this because I haven't seen this for ten plus years Mm -hmm. either. And you just kind of like know the mythology of the Terminator universe. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, when are they going to say when Skynet, you know, which is the big robot uh, super system, when are they going to say Skynet becomes self-aware? And they don't say it in this movie. Like the whole, the robots retain, like gain consciousness bit is deployed in T2 in like the sequel in 1992. And apparently I did have to look this up. Skynet becomes self-aware, gains consciousness in 1997. So be careful, everyone. The robots are already on the march against us. Anyway, yeah, let's go to our 1 to 5 rating. Like, Josh, start us off. So our rating around here is Whiskey's 1 to 5. How many did it take us to get through this movie? Right, so... This is kind of the opposite of what you're used to. Like the more, the higher on the one to five, the worse we found yeah. the movie. I only I would this wasn't too bad at all. Like I only needed two whiskeys to get through this. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah. Maybe even one and a half. Same. And I, I actually had that down as uh, kind of one and a half to two. Yeah. It was good. And I think like the, Like I could drive home after seeing it. The it's, plot was good, the acting was good, the effects mostly were good. They were probably great for nineteen eighty four. For nineteen eighty four, they were fantastic. Honestly, the worst effect by far was the very end when Sarah's driving into the distance and it's the fakest looking background you've ever seen in any movie ever. It's so terrible. But like all the Terminator effects still really good. Yeah. And I was getting squeamish at like Arnold picking shrapnel out of his robot eye because I things are gross and anybody who says different is a monster. Um, but yeah, one to five, I think good. Holds yeah, up. Holds perfect. up. Um, all right. So we've got a couple of awards we'd like to give out with each one. Um, the first one is the how could you award where it's basically how could you? Um, so I am awarding this to whoever decided to just make a puppet head of Arnold Schwarzenegger in the hotel instead of just having it be Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I read that it took them six months to make that stupid puppet head. No. Instead of, why didn't they just slap the fake eye out of him and film him up close? Yeah, I don't know if he was off filming Conan the Barbarian because it was around the same time or what. Yeah, so back to the, he's cutting shrapnel out of his eye. Like, there is a prolonged close-up of, you know, the the, supposed to be Arnold's head moving around and, like, he has no eye and you see the, the robot skeleton underneath with the gleaming, glowing red eye underneath. But... The effects, the makeup, special effects, whatever, wasn't up to snuff back in 1984. So they created a puppet head, and it's just glaringly not human. Yeah. Like, whenever they did, like, a, a long shot of just Arnold, and he has, like, something over his eye that looks semi-robotic, yeah, that holds up. That looks great. But the puppet head, yeah. yeah. They really didn't need the puppet head. They, again, could have just put something over the right half of his face. And yeah, good call, man. Save that six months. I would say my How Could You Award. I don't have a runner-up this time. My How Could You Award goes to every policeman in this movie ever. (laughs) Oh, man. They're just worthless. They can't find Sarah when they're trying to find the third remaining Sarah to stop her getting killed. Like, they are easily have their car stolen out from under them. I think that happens at least twice. Oh, three times, I think. 
And then the, in the middle of it, you know, Sarah is finally under police protection, and Arnold the Terminator comes in and just shoots the hell out of the place. And they're all such lousy, terrible shots. They, like, jump out of nowhere, fire off around at Arnold, and then stand stock still. They don't take cover. They just wait to get their asses handed to them, you know, blown apart. As someone who is terrible at playing Goldeneye, I even know that that is some bullshit maneuver. Oh, my God. Like, these are trained professionals, people, and they all should have flunked that class. Well, I mean, they're dead now, so I guess they did. They kind of did. Um, The next award is the You're the Real Hero Award. Um, I have two real heroes on this one. Okay. Lay it on me. The first one is whoever the fucking set designer was for the Technor Club. It was yeah. like this 80s dive bar that was like modeled after the future and robots with like sweet lighting. It was cool as hell. I loved it. It was like we- this weird pastiche of like disco and also kind of like new wave 80s yeah. shit. Like, like what time is this club supposed to be in? I, I didn't quite get it. It was great. I yeah. loved it. Um, and my second co-winner of that is, all right, so I had it wrong originally where I saw that Arnold landed in front of the leather bar and had to steal um, outfits from them. He actually landed in front of three different street punks who were fighting over a telescope because uh, they wanted to learn the mysteries of the universe on, yeah, a, they're on at a randy that, night. that famous L.A. observatory. That yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, James, who exactly gave Arnold his costume? Bill Paxton. Oh my god, Bill Paxton was in this movie, you guys. Yeah, as soon as he comes on screen, oh my god, it's Bill Paxton. And I guess James Cameron has an affinity for using like the same people again and again and again. Like Paxton was in Aliens, he was in Titanic, I think he was in something else. I'm not going to say because I still confuse him and Bill Pullman. Yeah, fair. A lot of people do. But yeah, like he had like terrible makeup in his teeth to make it look like he had like a gap, like a Madonna (laughs) gap or a David Letterman gap, but... Clearly, you could see he had all his teeth. Yeah. It made no sense. But yeah, Arnold had some like rockin' duds like the whole movie because he stole stole them off these street punks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my real hero, or you're the real hero, I should say. My you're the real hero award in this movie goes to dogs. Mm-hmm. What I didn't see uh, previous times seeing this is when they flash forward to the future, they have you know in, in the the holdout of humanity uh, where all the, the humans are living and, and the war against the robots. At the entryway, there are dogs, because apparently dogs can sniff if you're a robot or not. Yeah. And at the very end, um, you know, you see Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor driving away to Mexico into the terrible fake sunset or whatever. But she has a dog with her. I'm like, oh, that's why she has a dog, like, after that. And in T2, because they can sniff yeah. out, like, the Terminator. When, like, Arnie is going after them in the hotel, there's a dog that's chained up that starts barking and, like, clues them in. Oh, my God. Trouble's on its way. Yeah. And in the future, they have dogs, too. Yeah. The real hero of this dogs movie. Dogs are always the best. Dogs. And I think they're, like, all German shepherds. Too. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So, certain breed of go- uh, of dogs. You know, pugs, you are not going to cut it. Get right out. <laughs> well, I think... Do you have anything else? I don't think so. I mean, I wrote down a lot of notes about just kind of inconsistencies, but those kind of show up in any movie yeah. here or there. Overall, holds up. Not bad, yeah. You know, 35 years later, it's it's still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think you had one more thing to say um, about the Michael Bean character. What was his What was his name? Like the guy who sent back from the future to save Sarah Connor? Kyle Reese. Yeah. And what did you say about that? Oh, okay. So I'm not 100% sure, but I vaguely recall my mom mentioning that that's where she got the idea to name my brother Reese. Which is amazing. <laughs> like he knows somebody in real life who was named after a Terminator character. Pretty baller. I mean, well, don't you have an uncle named the Terminator? 
Oh, Uncle Terminator. Uncle Terminator, yeah. I always forget about them. We just call them Tater for short. It's like they moved to Florida and you hardly ever see them, so yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you just couldn't look at them face-to-face because the red-eye glare was just affecting I mean, it's weird. A lot of people are like, it's not a girl's name, but I mean, he made it work, so. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's, a, that's it for this episode. It is. All right, everybody. So here's the spiel yet again. Remember to rate us, subscribe to us, recommend us to a friend, recommend us to an enemy, recommend us to a turtle, recommend us to a cop who pulls you over on the street. Maybe he'll he'll let you off with a warning for recommending this sweet podcast where we kind of talk shit about cops tonight. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, they do not come off well in this movie, but I don't think that's our fault. I think it's the movie's fault, cops. No, no, know your source material. Anyway, uh, this is James. And this is Josh. Tune in next time. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.